Welcome. You're listening to the Leading Hope Podcast. My name is VJ Williams, here with my friend and pastor, Kevin Jack. Thank you for joining us, taking time out of your day to become a better leader. If you're new, we release a new episode every Wednesday, Wednesday morning. Easiest way to remember, hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform. Also, share this with a friend on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and rate and review on Apple Podcasts. You won't believe how a few extra minutes will absolutely get this in the hand of many more leaders just like you. Also, visit leadinghope.online to get updated to find out more about the Leading Hope community. We continue the series Leading Well No Matter Where You Are. This is episode 176, Why You Are the Way You Are. That's good. I like how you said that. <laughs> you like that one. I meant it to be said like a little mm-hmm. angry. Yeah. Not not a not Why the are you the way you are? Yeah, but I wanted that because it's an answer. I know. It's not why. I know. You like why saying Why are you that the too. way you are? You know who you say Why you the are the way to? you are? Me. accurate fun Fun. (laughs) why you are the way you are so in this series we're talking about this idea that if leaders do not become conscious of the culture in context they interact with and are embedded in that those cultures will manage them you exist in the framework of something that has already existed it has vision values mission behaviors processes that are deeper than you think and so you have to become aware of the context and i believe you have to be able to appreciate the context if you're truly going to be able to lead it well and lead it to a better spot and so today here's just kind of like the framework for today of the idea is i want people to know that context can be learned can be interpreted and can be evaluated And if it can be those three things, then it can be transformed into what it needs to become. Context can be learned, interpreted, and evaluated. And so this is just, we're going to do like a little three, two, one today. Uh, Three, two, one. Go. So I want to take people through three things to learn about your context, two things to observe, and one thing to do. Ooh. Oh, yeah. It's an assignment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was mocking me before the episode started. He said started. there was an assignment. There is an assignment. Wait, it's all one kind thing of to an assignment. All right. But fine. one thing to do. So, all right. It's brilliant. So three. Start with the three. Start with the three. Three things to learn. Do one. You need to learn vision, values, and motivation. And mm. I want to walk through each of these uh, just real briefly. You need to learn vision, not the written vision statement. Like, yes, you should know that if you really want to understand context, but you need to learn, like, what is it that people actually think they are attempting to accomplish? Not, not what's on the wall. That would be great if those matched up, but they don't always match up. And so ready? Here's just like the simple question you ask to learn vision. You just go, what are we trying to do? Hmm. Real simple. Yeah. When you're in a meeting and there's a debate and a discussion, you just go, what are we trying to do? And I think what you'll learn is that for so many people, the actual vision is not the thing that guides decisions and guides the direction. It's typically a whole bunch of other things. Maybe it's just get the work done efficiently. (laughs) Maybe it's don't create more work. Maybe it's don't tick anyone off in the process. (laughs) But just that simple thing, like when those debates spark up, you need to learn the actual vision if you're going to understand context, the operating vision that the team holds, and just at times, just go, what are we trying to do? (laughs) Second thing you need to learn is you need to learn the values. Again, not the written values, although... It could be, 
and you should know those. You need to learn what is actually deeply held, what is celebrated, and what if violated becomes a real problem. And so here's the simple trick with this one. Look at what people get mad about. <laughs> so I think this is fun. This is, this is really fun. You just watch and say like, what ticks people off? Is it a lack of communication? Is it being surprised? Is it something that's ineffective? It is. It could be a thousand things. Clothes you wear. <laughs> I mean, there could be a number of things. Could be a number of things. What do people actually get mad about? Yeah. And once you discern that, then you begin to great, uh, grasp a better understanding of what the actual held values of the organization are. So when people get mad, just uh, you conflict avoidant people, this is going to be a struggle for you. Ooh. Because you're going to just want to run away. But like when someone gets mad in a meeting or a conversation or something like that, just just do this. Just sit there. Yeah. <laughs> what are we arguing about? Yeah. Whoa. What are people actually upset about? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> That's, That's how you discern values. What do people get mad about? Yep. And then the third thing is you need to discern motivation. I want to give you a little list right here of the types of motivations. Uh, there's a club culture. That is power oriented. That is the motivation is people want to be a part of that upper level club. The ones have all the authority offices all in the same place. Boo. That's my motivation. Second type of motivation <laughs> is task culture. This motivation. What are we going to do on this one? Because you kind of like it. I know. I know. I know. I'm like, oh, darn. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, I, yeah, I, oh, no. I booed yeah. myself. No, it's not. None of these are bad. I know. Well, yeah. So, like club it, culture. Not bad. Ex- to an extreme, it can be bad. Okay. We can talk more. Yeah, that's good. Uh, task I like where this culture, is going already. Task culture is achievement-oriented. Role culture is position-oriented. <clears throat> or existential culture. Oh, that's fun. And that idea. existential culture yeah. is more this idea of like impact oriented or support oriented, the difference that we're making. And so you just, that's just an easy thing to discern. Hey, what's, what's driving people? Are they, are they driving for a box higher up on that org chart? Are they driving to get something done for the gold star on the chart? Are they working hard because they want the title? Like, is that a big deal? What is the title in my organization? Or does it care about impact? And it, we come back to this idea, like from the previous episode, none of these are like, none of these are bad. Yeah. Like in the right culture, in, in the right context, these can all be good and healthy things. I would argue that if you're a church yeah, and it's fair. club that's good. culture, that's, good. that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but if you want to be part of the 500 home run club, yeah, that's probably go ahead good. And knock yourself out. Yeah, I mean, I want to hit 500 home runs in my career. Absolutely, it's great. I get it. That it's good. Cool. So those are three things to learn: vision, values, and types of motivation. Good. Great. Cool. Two things to observe. Okay, if you want to understand the context that you're in, we want to give you the playbook for it today. Okay, so. Three things to learn, vision, values, motivation. Two things to observe. First one is interactions, especially around important moments. What are the high points? What are the celebrations? What are the significant moments that reveal values, that reveal rituals? What are the tense moments? We already drew on this a little bit ago as we're talking through uh, the values piece. Like, what is the thing whenever everyone shuts up? 
or what is the thing when everyone actually gets mad and upset? Like just to really observe, hey, what are the key interactions that are taking place? Uh, this is why there is a certain amount of contextual work that can be understand uh, literally just through like research, but the best research will always literally just be walking around. You can learn so much about a foreign culture uh, from textbooks, from study, from reading, but you will never be able to learn it about it in the way that you can when you are actually there walking around, interacting with people and gaining that greater sense, not just what people say it is, but what it actually feels like. That's good. And so if I could just give like a simple assignment, ready? Assignment? Yep. Oh, but this is in the middle because it's not like at the end. So I don't feel like it's like a real assignment. Yeah. We'll discount this one. For leaders, spend time walking around. It's good. Like that is that is productive work. Gold that star. is meaningful work. Spend time. Gold star. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's good. Walking around. So that's the first thing to observe. It's just to take time observing interactions. Second piece, and it's very similar, is to take time observing stories. These are the explanations and shorthand for our vision, for our values, and for our motivations. What stories do people tell? What are the things that get celebrated? What are the things that people don't care about? Um, it, it just amazes me the differences in culture based upon the stories that people are telling. Yeah. And I would just say it as like, I, I could expound upon that, but I really could leave it that simply. And just to go, you can get the greatest pulse on your organization just by listening to which stories are told. And I think you would be fascinated to realize that like you are so aware of this when you first step into a new culture and within about three weeks, none of it seems unique to you. Yeah. And now you have duplicated and you start telling the same type of stories because that's the values that you pick up on. Yeah. But I believe just through that observation and Vijay, anything cause you're, you're the story guy. No, I mean, you hit on, I mean, there's so much there. You hit on something the other day. It's like uh, you you even said it this past weekend. Um, it's a couple weekends ago um, from this this episode. Uh, but, like, you were telling the story of someone that said that, hey, they came to a service here, and it was a lot. They were telling a story of who we are becoming as a church, and it just was one of those things. It's like, not to get into the spiritual, but, like, that's the thing, like, that's what they saw because that's what it was. Yeah. It wasn't something other than what it was. Yeah. And I think that's so important. But, uh, yeah, stories. Good yeah, story. just say, like, the outsider often can tell the clearest story. Right. On who we actually are and where we're becoming. Yeah, that's Yeah, good. I think that's fascinating. Yeah. So, there's two things to observe. Observe key interactions, high points, moments, tense moments, and make sure you are taking note not just of what is the story, but what is the story about? Yeah. Like, what do people actually care about? Because I think that's shorthand for quickly discovering vision, values, motivation. And then ready, last thing, one thing to do. This is kind of an assignment, but it's not really an assignment. We'll call it an assignment. <laughs> we consulted and we decided that we're going to call it an assignment. I think it's great because, I mean, who doesn't want one thing to do? Now, you give me 20 things to do? I'm not go. that excited. What is not that specific, so I feel bad about it. I'm pumped for one, one thing. One thing to do. Yep. Ask questions. <clears throat> ask questions. New leaders, ask questions. Existing leaders, ask questions. People who started the thing, who think that it is exactly the same because you started it that way, but it's actually different 20 years later. Ask 
questions. If I can say like the two skills you need within this is you have to be radically open-minded. Yeah, that's good. And I, I believe that so many of us, we, we are not able to lead effectively because at a certain point in time, we assume we know everything we need to know. And one of the greatest skills a leader can maintain is to stay radically open-minded. The ability to effectively explore different points of view and different possibilities without letting your ego or your blind spots get in the way. And so we just acknowledge for all of us, we're gonna have an ego barrier. There's gonna be pieces of us that think that we know everything we need to know, and that is an obstacle for you clearly understanding what's taking place. You will also have a blind spot barrier. There are things that you are not able to see that even if you walk around, even if you use all your powers of observation, you're still going to miss that you need other people to speak into it. You need other people to be able to share it and share their perspective if you're going to grasp this. And the only way, if you, especially if you're a senior leader, to really get them to share their perspective is to ask questions. And so I believe wholeheartedly, if you're taking notes, write this down. This is in the show notes. Here we go. That curiosity paves the way for gaining quick influence. That's great real influence, but also quick influence. And I can't even begin to describe how many interactions we have had over the last year that had the potential to be tense, yeah, like had the potential to be difficult and hard, but we left disagreeing, but people responding with saying, I feel hurt. Yeah, I feel like you understand <clears throat> where I'm coming from. That's I feel good. like you at least grasp why I don't like it this way. Yeah. And to say, and like that doesn't happen by just restating your opinion over and over again. No. And so we say, like, you don't, like, th this key piece on ask questions is like, some of this is proactive, but I also want to say it also has to be reactive. Yeah. Like, when people come to you with stuff, you need to assume that there's a disconnect in context. There's a disconnect between what, what I believe the vision is and what you actually feel like the vision is, even if it's written down. There's a disconnect between what we value. Yeah. And the only way you're going to figure out those disconnects <laughs> is by actually Ask. asking questions because you're curious, and that's how you gain influence. That's so good. Uh, I'm going to come back to the ask questions because I think that's, uh, as the assignment today, yeah. is very uh, important. Uh, you said something earlier. You said uh, <clears throat> when you when you get to the the part of where you're stifled in a meeting or maybe a, a project or whatever you're trying to move forward, that uh, you said, hey, you just need to stop and, and kind of reflect and say, what are you trying to do? Yeah. Here's the question. What do you do when you get five different responses to that? What do you do? Oh. So instead of right yeah. well, i thought we were doing this well then then why are we doing this and then what what do you do in that to reorient that conversation because i think a lot of people who are trying to lead a room to move that vision forward get stuck on the the responses that they get instead of just moving the actual the the point of the meeting forward talk yeah. about that well i think your i think your response is radically different based upon your position okay like i would say like if i'm operating more like consultant mode i'm trying to get even deeper Okay. Okay. Why do you think that's what you're trying to do? Why do you think that's what you're trying to Asking do? Asking questions. And, and that's often what happens is there's a mismatch between stated values and actual process where the process doesn't match the values and say, well, you say you want us to do this, but every time I try to do this, it goes this way. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. You say I want this value. If, if I'm the leader of the meeting, typically, like, unless if it warrants a much larger conversation, I just use that to recalibrate. Gotcha. What do you think we're trying to do? 
Different answer, different answer, different answer. Okay, let me clarify. In light of our vision, which is clearly stated and we've all already agreed to that this is why we're here, this is the most impactful thing that we can make. That's good. And I, I'm typically not like heavy-handed in that. I'm like, does anyone disagree? Yeah. I, that, I don't mean you, that. You use that well. Thank I you. I've seen you use that well. Does, what do, you know, if I make a statement, who's disagreeing with this so that we can move to the next piece? Yeah. That's great. Yeah, if they do, I want to know. Well, then you can ask the in question. In that moment. But yeah, other than that, I'd say like we've already bought it. All agreed that we bought into the vision. Yeah. So let's just recalibrate. That's great. Um, let's get to the ask, ask, ask questions because I think this is where uh, there, are, there are so many questions that not only should be asked, it's, yeah. it actually has to be asked or you will, you're stuck or yep. going backwards. Yep. Right? Like you have to. Uh, where do we fail um, uh, as leaders not asking questions? Where does where does that m tail spin out of control and get stifled in yeah. an organization? I think that I believe wholeheartedly that asking questions is a skill. Oh. But I actually don't believe the skill is that difficult to acquire yeah. if the value of curiosity is already there. Yeah. And so I think the majority of this is a roadblock that we're just not curious because that takes more work and it elongates the process. Yes. Uh, the, I, when I feel like sometimes leaders are, uh, find it difficult to ask questions that they know the answers to. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> well, how do you fun. feel about that? <laughs> no, keep going. <laughs> how do you feel about that? <laughs> no, you keep because going. Because <laughs> you have to answer the questions. Otherwise, like, I, is there an art to question asking? Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> what, 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 what are some techniques to ask better questions? I, Especially in, the, in to figure out the context of how to drive the, the conversation to the proper. So, like, if I could just, like, keep it real simple and on the surface, and we could go on this forever. Yeah. Like, which may be fun at some point. They have, I mean, everyone has one thing to do this week. Yeah. Just ask questions. <laughs> but we say it as, like, there is a, I think people can see right through you if you are asking that question because you feel like you have to ask it versus if you actually want to learn. Yeah. And so there's a thousand ways to phrase it that are better. Okay. But I believe your heart behind it. It would say it like this. Like, ready? Yep. Why are you such an idiot? <laughs> that, yeah, that's <laughs> not going to help. I get that one. But like we understand. And like people ask questions like that all the time. Yeah. And when we like start early on and we go, hey, what are we trying to accomplish? That's a legit honest question. Yeah, like it's not yeah a, that's great. What are you guys actually trying to accomplish? <clears throat> like, it's not cynical. It's not jaded. It doesn't come with your ego attached to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I think the questions that are hard sometimes is if you ask, like, why do you think this is as good as it can be? <laughs> yes, that's exactly That's right. a hard question. Yeah. But you're trying to pull something out of somebody in the moment to show them that it's actually not. Or if good. I could ask, like, a parallel of that, like, if you come to – if someone puts something down and you go, is this your best work? Like, man, that's so loaded. Yeah. I would say like, that, that's so different. Like if you actually don't know, Hey, let me know. Seriously. Is, is this your best? Cool. Yeah. It just comes across so different yeah. versus like, I can train you to make it even better versus this is crap. Get rid of it. Oh, do yeah. it over. Yeah. And I think that's where it gets really, as leaders, uh, you're, you, can, you can shape the future by asking the right questions 
but uh, man, it is not easy. Yeah. Because you already sometimes now you don't always know the answers. Like you literally need to ask to get the answer. Yeah. But sometimes you also need them to see the answer and good. to know the answer. That's good. What else you got for us today? Uh, let me just give a couple questions real quick. Like one okay. thing to do. So for this assignment, I've actually asked questions because yes. we've talked through three things to learn, two things to observe, and one thing to do. Actually, ask questions. You don't know where to start on asking questions. Here's some questions. Okay. Is to what level? Is the culture that you're in, is the context that you're in, a context, a culture of trust or a culture of suspicion? And you could add in as the tail end on that. What are the things that we are doing that are creating trust or creating suspicion? A second question, what is rewarded and what is disciplined? <laughs> a third question, how is the level of gossip? There is gossip. <laughs> okay. How is the level of gossip? And what does that mean about the authority and those who are following? And a fourth question that I think is just helpful is to say, what lines won't be crossed? What, what will we, if you're coming in brand new, is say, what will get you fired right away? What will we absolutely not do, not tolerate? If you need some helpful questions to start, I think these are great spots to start in discovering what your context actually is. It's great. Thank you for joining us today. Episode 176, Why You Are. Why? 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 Why are you the way you are? Leading well when... <laughs> well, no matter where you are. I keep saying that in my head every time. Why are you the way you are? Yep. If you're new to the podcast or haven't subscribed, uh, it'd mean the world to us if you did that now. Also post about it, rate and review, or both. You won't believe how that helps get this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders just like you. Love hearing your stories of how the podcast is working in your life and business. If you have a story, visit leadinghope.online. Send that to us. We'd love to hear from you. Ask questions this week. Everyone has 20 minutes to learn to become a better leader. Make it count. Woo!